This is the challenge. War of the Worlds 2. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve. That's right. Brooke's not here. Justin's not here. Although, we do have exciting news. Congratulations. Baby Pop That Shirt Off has joined us in the world, everybody. Congratulations to Justin and to Tara, a beautiful baby girl. Taylor has joined our world, so congratulations to him. Very excited. I know uh, a lot of you had been asking when uh, Baby Pop That Shirt Off, which, by the way, that's the only way I feel like we can refer to um, Justin's Justin's baby now is baby pop that shirt off, uh, but has joined the world. Um, so congratulations to him and his wife. Um, lots of fun that happened over the weekend. So I wanted to fill you guys in before we got to part one of our interview with Polly. Uh, we had about two hours with him. So we've cut this down into more manageable segments here. We have an hour for you today. And we'll have an hour for you towards the end of the week. Uh, since we don't have a recap, this is literally posting just as episode one of the final has finished. So if it's your first time finding us, thanks for finding us. If it's your 79,000th time with us, thanks for being here. We appreciate that. Uh, Brooke was with me for this interview. So without any further ado, let's get to it. Polly, welcome to the Right Reality Podcast, sir. Thanks for joining us. How are you today? Well, thank you guys for having me. Um, I, I feel like with a name like the Right Reality Podcast, <laughs> how can I say no? Oh, exactly. <laughs> wow. Already getting brownie points. Already getting brownie points. So I wasn't coming for the brownie points, but I'll take them. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's good with me. That That's all we need to talk about, how great our name is. Uh, that's it. That's it. Done. Thanks for joining us. Miss <laughs> Brooks is going to lead us off. She's got she's got some questions and some thoughts here. So Brooke, go ahead, lead us yeah. off out of the gate. Some questions so, and thoughts. Yeah. So a lot of these are actually well, not a lot, but uh, you know, we got some pretty good Twitter questions for you. So okay. um, we want to kind of start off with stuff from this season, and then we're going to get into some other stuff. Um, so this first one doesn't necessarily have to do with this season, and I guess it doesn't even have to do with you either. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's got to do with your girl. So um, uh, KR Queen 25 asked, what happened uh, between Kara? Yeah, solid, solid handle <laughs> right there. K- KR Queen. KR Queen. Um, what happened between Bananas and Kara, between Final Reckoning and World of the Worlds 2 to make them dislike each other again so much? Uh, man, honestly, I have a, I have a no talking about that guy policy because I mean, he just like, it's the same, it's the same narrative with him. Um, every season, it's like when new people come on, he does a lot of fucked up shit that like normal people would get mad at. And then he turns around and tries to play the whole, Oh, look, everybody's mad at me because I'm Johnny, Banana. it's like, no, dude, like you're, you're old. <laughs> like you're you're not you're not that good anymore. Um, uh, you, you know, like I don't know. In in my opinion, this is the only thing that I really know of their relationship. Is that like they um they never really liked each other. 
you know, and then uh, vendettas happened and they got on somewhat of an even ground and then final reckoning happened. And then, you know, they were backed into a corner together. Uh, and then his, I, yeah, I don't know. He's just, I never thought that him and I had a problem until I like met him in person and, you know, he kind of pretended like I wasn't there and I was like, all right, well, it's weird flex, but okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm clearly, you know, I clearly was invited to this event, um, from the person that I'm sleeping with. So this is, you know, I thought we were on good terms. But, uh, you know, he did the, he did that once and I was like, ah, whatever. It's, you know, it's no big deal. I'm, I don't really have an ego when it comes to that. He did it again and, uh, then made the mistake of like kind of opening his mouth in front of Darrell kind of mm -hmm. being like, yeah, you know, these new kids, man, you know, they're not competitors, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, they do everything for social media. And I was just like, uh, I was like, you, uh, referring to me right in front of, <laughs> right in front of my face, sir. And he's like, I don't even know. I don't know. You know, you say one thing on Final Reckoning that you want to help me get to the end. And then, you know, and then next thing I know, you're in an elimination with me and beating me. And I'm like, well, yeah. I was like, isn't that just kind of what happens? Like, as you get closer to the final, you, you know, whatever happens, happens. I was like, I, you know, I protected you as best I could. And then you went to the Redemption House, came back and, you know, and then he said something uh, again. And I was like, hey, man, like, <clears throat> no disrespect, but like, you're in. Manhattan like this is my city I was like this ain't your city LA boy I was like so you might want to run along before something bad happens to you you know and then he like stormed off like stomping his feet like Paulie said mean things to me and then uh you know and then he started messaging uh Carr right after that just being like you need to drop him like a bad habit blah 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 blah, blah. and then and then you know the summer went on him and I became on good terms again and i swear to god it's like a fucking uh you know crazy uh toxic relationship uh him and i became on good terms again uh you know because i sat there and you know we you know we both talked and he's like look man like at the time i was upset because i felt like you betrayed me in this but then i looked at it reflected on it, and realized that like you know you were just playing the game and i was like yeah you know kind of like exactly what i said when i said it to you the first time um I was like, but it's all good, dude. I was like, it's no love lost. I was like, you know, I want to see you make it to the end. You know, like, fucking, like I don't know how many more seasons you got. Uh, let's let's do it. And then we go into War of the Worlds one, and uh, you know, Wes uh, pulled the trigger on him, and he went home, and somehow he uh, he felt like I had something behind that, and I was like, dude, you guys have like a thirty year rivalry, um, or thirty season rivalry. Uh, and then, uh, and then that whole situation happened where he just kind of started chiming in as well as everybody else in the challenge family. And I guess everybody on Twitter. And, you know, after that, I like, once again, talked to him being like, Hey dude, like, you know, you don't have to get involved in my personal life. Like, what is wrong with you? I was like, why, why are you doing this? I was like, you, you hate it when people come after you. And then, um, and then coming into war of the world's two uh, i was like once again i'm like yo dude like we're on a team now let's work together uh you and wes should put aside your your differences and work together because like we would be unstoppable like all of us like think about it you wes uh me jordan like zach like come on i was like that, and that's just on the guy side i was like look at the girl side i was like we got like laurel we got cara 
I was like, we got Cam. I was like, we got all these people that like could be enemies or could be working together. And then, um, I don't know. I think it was the personal attacks Mm -hmm. that did it because, you know, then she kind of looked at it like, what is this? Just like a one-sided friendship. Like, you know, he wasn't able to uh, tell me what to do and, and all this stuff. So now all of a sudden he's turning into like a nasty person that constantly trashes me, my relationship, uh, my boyfriend, all this stuff. It's like, even in the game, like we put things aside and then he's like sitting there throwing challenges to, you know, take indirect shots at the both of us. And then when I called him out about it, he's like, no, I didn't do that. And I'm like, look, dude, I was like, this sucks. I was like, it sucks so bad. I was like, cause I really wanted to work with you. Uh, but now I know that you're, you know, you took this one shot and you missed and you know, now you're just going to lay low and wait to take the shot again. And I'm not going to sit back and wait for the shot to get taken again. So it sucks, but you know, I like, we both, we've both been more than willing to like, you know, be adults about it. He, you know, it's just, I don't know. Like when you've done, as many shows as he's done without ever taking what's real life and what's reality TV, like kind of the lines get blurred. And, uh, you know, so like if he constantly is thinking that everybody's coming after him in a show like that, 100% translates into real life where he thinks everybody's trying to come after him and all this stuff. And I, you know, I've said to him numerous times, like, look, bro, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be you. Like I, you got your thing. I got, I got my thing, you know, like I'm here. I just want to compete. I want to make my own name for myself. And, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm at a point where no matter what I do, somebody who has done, who has had the, the privilege and opportunity to do this show for a lot of seasons, will sit there and be like, you're just trying to be like me, whether it's him, whether it's Wes, whether it's CT, whether it's Jordan, you know, it, God forbid they bring back some of the other people like a Darrell and all this stuff like you know and I feel like that's what you know I hear when you know Reddit cries all the time like sitting there being like he just wants to be this person it's like well no I just you know want to be me it's three seasons so I'm 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 flattered that you guys want to compare me to all the greats (laughs) but man like my favorite was always CT if I wanted to be anybody it'd be him and you know that dude He's the only one that pulls me aside. He's like, "Yo, take your time, bro. Like, you know, you got plenty of seasons. It Man, took me, that's, that's took me, really he's good. Like, took me, he's like, took me nine seasons to win my first title, man. You know, slow yourself down. You're too crazy. You get, you winding yourself up. You're doing it. Well, Polly, man, that is so a pretty good CT impression. I got to hand it to you, man. I, dude, I got impressions, man. Like, I get so upset. <laughs> Like, because I get so upset when I watch the show. Fuck these questions. Let's keep going with impressions. What? I said, screw these questions. Let's just do like an interview where you just do it. I'll ask you questions of different people. Dude, I, dude that's what I do in most of my interviews. <laughs> I don't know. I do impressions of people and they just never use them. They use Josh's one this this season. And I was like, oh, you finally one impression that i do all i do is impressions of my castmates that's right there but I, you know i get it i gotta be the serious douchebag you know <laughs> I, all the time like oh, i'm so serious all the time you know yeah <laughs> i i get it i i, I mean listen i i understand and i think i think that's where the disconnect is for for a lot of people is 
is not understanding how much of this is made in, I, I hate to say in editing, but like the amount, the sheer amount of footage and I'm sure the countless hours that you spent in that chair in front of a green screen answering the same question five times and then asking, answering the question by saying the question and all those little tips and tricks that they get you to do. You know, it, it's tough. Or, oh, I said that in week two, and they mixed it with the stuff I said in week 11. So, it, yeah. it's tough. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what happens. Like, I, I can't really dive too much into, like, what goes on behind the scenes. But, like, I'll get people all the time being like, I don't get it, man. Like, you were so funny on X on the Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. Why are you so serious on the challenge? And I'm like, yo, I, like... I give the same interviews. <laughs> like, like I, I'm like, I give the same inter- interviews. Like I literally dance around the house. Like I dance around the challenge house, like the entire time. And like, if I'm not quoting movies, I'm literally just making fun of myself and other people and, you know, making everybody laugh. Like I'm the guy who like tries to kind of bring light to the fact that it is a game. Like, yeah, there's the savage moments, like where I'm trying to get in people's heads and, and, you know, I'm playing like mind games or whatever. But at the end of the day, like I try to make sure that no one's ever feeling isolated and you know, that everybody's having fun. And even if you're like against me and my enemy, like if I ever feel, if I ever see like you're completely, you know, broken, I'll, I'll sit there and be like, Hey, come on. Like, look, it's just a fucking game. Like, let's, you know, like I'll, I'll back off. Like, my bad. Like, it, you know, let's have fun and all this stuff. But, like, yeah. Like, but they can't show that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't be I – don't, I don't really know how to put this without probably triggering, like, a million people. But, <laughs> like, look, I'm War of the Worlds 1. Like, I couldn't sit there and win seven dailies, you know, like, which is the most individual dailies that's ever been won in this season of the challenge. And they and, – and be shown as, like – the funny goofy guy you know what i mean like you can't do that i can't sit there this season and uh put together like one of the best political game strategy games you know and like you don't even see like 90 percent of it and why certain moves were made and why you know it was it never made sense to sit there and be like you know what let's all just work together as a team because just as much as everybody's complaining about numbers they were you know, those numbers didn't come overnight and those numbers weren't just handed. And like, and the other side, like didn't just give up and be like, well, that's it. We're just going to sit back and wait. Like, no, they were trying the most. And um, like when you essentially, when it comes to the challenge, the only way you're ever going to get people are ever going to get to see your funny side and, um, and other side is if you a go into a lot of eliminations, or b are the underdog, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, I have never gotten the under uh, role yet, um, except for Final Reckoning, where I was stuck in uh, the Redemption House. And then it's you know he. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. He's stuck in a redemption house. He can't get out. Oh, my God. He got out. You know, let's see if he could pull off this win, you know, out of all this. Like, nobody wants to sit. Like, it's a boring NFL season if the Patriots go 16-0 and and then win the Super Bowl. Like, that's why when the Giants beat them, it was like, oh, my God. Like, the Giants weren't a better team than the Patriots that year. 
<laughs> they beat them, you know, and I'm a Giants fan, you know, so it's like, I don't know. Like, I wish that uh, that more of the lightheartedness and the goofiness got shown. But I mean, look, it's the, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I just got to take it on the chin. Like, I know what happened more the world one. I mean, like uh, Kyle cried every single day. Like I made him cry every day. And then I got to watch I got to watch an episode where they took interviews from the beginning of the season when i like actually was like hey tj let the girls sit out of this one and let me and kyle settle it so they take those interviews and then implement it at the end where you know kyle and i at that point we were on good terms like at that point kyle came to me was like look mate he's like i look i'll, I'll do the exact conversation that he had and i'm gonna try and do my impression of him <laughs> he's like that's that's all i was i was hoping you would say that so yes <laughs> yes thank yeah. god Thank he's, God. He goes, he's like, he's like, put. All right, hold on. Just like, hold on. I'm, I'm getting into character. There you yeah, go. Loosen up. up. Loosen up. Here he's we like, go. Here we go. He's like, mate, I gotta. I just gotta say, like, you've won. Like you've, like you've actually, like you've beat me this season. Like I'm broken, man. Like I've got a broken toe. My wrist is broken. You've mentally worn me down all season long like winning again and again and again. Just let me go into the elimination and try and make the final. You've already won. You're going to go on and win this season. Like, just let me have this. You're a warrior. And I know a warrior doesn't want to go against a broken man. Like, let's do this when we're both 100%, mate. And I'm just like, you know what, dude? I was like, I got a lot of respect for you. Like, man, manning up, coming up to me, like, as a man and talking to me like this. You know, and I thought we were on like good terms, like joking around and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, like I, I'm like throwing the jokes back. And I'm like, dude, like I fucking I hit you with everything this season and <laughs> kept coming back like a fucking cockroach. You know, and he's like, oh, I did, didn't I? I did. I'm, I'm a pirate. And I'm just yeah, like, I was yeah, about I to have... say you were you were good. And then you went full pirate. You were good. Then you went full pirate. Well, no, at the like, end. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was. It was a solid impersonation until I went full pirate. But it was really yeah, good. But the thing is. Like him and I were on good terms, and then it's like, I, you know, I watch it back, and then I gotta watch that specific episode. And you know, after he's already eliminated, he's in an interview, sitting there being like, "Come on, Polly, I'm right here. Come and get me. I'm right here." And I'm sitting there like, "Ah, oh, come on." I'm like, "This is just, this is just ridiculous." You know, but I got to sit there and I got to take it and I can't sit there and, and complain and do that. So that's why it's like I just put the tweet out there being like, you know, hey, congratulations, Kyle, like good competitor, blah, 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 like trying to show sportsmanship um, in that regard, which unfortunately my castmates never show sportsmanship when it comes to me because um, I don't think they understand it's a game. Like I, I don't I don't know how many times I can say in how many different interviews, like I separate the game from real life, you know, and I'll sit there and at every twist and turn, you know, it's like my castmates, they just wait. Cause it's like, if, if you got eliminated by me or like, you know, I outplayed you in the game or outsmarted you, you they, like people got to realize this filmed months ago. So yeah. like people who hold on to like what happened months ago, and then wait for a specific episode to air. Like I was sitting there laughing, like when the Purge episode happened, and I saw like Theo and Georgia just like going off on Joss and Kaylee. I'm like, Jesus! Yep. I was like, you guys held on to that for three months <laughs> just for these tweets. I'm yeah. like, oh my god! I was like, haven't you guys talked? Like, aren't you guys friends now? 
I'm like, what? I'm like, what happened to like that? But then it's the craziest thing because it's like they're sitting there on a reunion stage filming a reunion, like all being buddy buddy, and then they're tweeting stuff like that. I'm like, Jesus, how fake can you be? Like, show some sportsmanship. It, it's really crazy, you know. We we've said before, me and Brooke really think that the whole the whole show really has changed since the money skyrocketed a few years ago. I mean, you were you were lucky to get like a Saturn view back in the day or something like that. That was like the best prize you could ever win. Saturn view. (laughs) We're talking like uh, a million dollars now, which is obviously life changing money. And I think it's um, I think it's really brought out um, a different side of people, a more vindictive side of people. People are more um, uh, more willing to like fuck off their friends for the rest of their lives for a million bucks and live whatever life they want that way um and so i i think it's really changed and we've had a couple other people kind of think the same thing we do have uh another question here from from real go go ahead i'm sorry i I agree when it comes to the game but I, i agree on what you said when it comes to the game I disagree, though, when it comes to social media in real life, because in the game, like, I understand exactly why someone who's my friend would screw me over. It's right. for a million dollars. You know what I mean? Outside of the game, really will never understand why people need to run to Twitter or run to uh, Instagram to try and, you know, try something. Like, look, at the end of the day, only one person or like one team wins. So like, to me, that'd be like, if I'm watching, uh, you know, NFL players on Twitter and you didn't even make the playoffs uh, (laughs) or you lose in the playoffs, but then you're sitting there tweeting about the Super Bowl, like to the team that beat you to get there. You know what I mean? Like that, that's just how I look at it where it's like, Whoever makes it to the Super Bowl, those are the two teams that just happen to make it, right? Like, but if you lost or you didn't make the playoffs, like, what do you like? You're tweeting about the teams that made it. Like, only in the challenge world does that stuff fly, uh, because you know, uh, let's just call it what it is. Ninety percent of the people who watch the challenge, just like ninety percent of the people who watch the NFL, are watching it from the couch. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, how many people are exercising to be like, damn. You know, hey, I've been there before. You know, I've lost. I've won. I've done these things. You know, like it's, I mean, even with the challengers, like, I mean, like, how many of them actually can say that, like, prior to being on the challenge, they were high level athletes? You know, very few. And uh, in in athletics, you're taught sportsmanship. So, like, you kind of, like, when you lose, it's like, eh, I lost fuck it they were better when you win you're like all right cool i won shake hands they fought hard i don't know that's just how it is with me i mean i sit on the couch and do free weights when i watch the show so i don't (laughs) i don't do that at all i I actually do work out while i watch the show do you that's right you do yeah i I do yeah in the commercial breaks no during the whole show it pumps me up really okay (laughs) yeah i do fair yeah. Anyway, I mean, not to whatever. get off your question that you were going to ask from from uh, from the next person. I hope it's as be- as good as uh, KR Queen. 
Yeah. Well, I th- I think it's a I think it's a very interesting question because, I mean, I I think it's one of the the funniest slash amazing moments of the season. Um, it comes from reality intern with two ends, with two ends, two ends, right? two ends, not a single end. She, he or she's not playing that game. It's a double end at this, the end. The second end is silent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I can help with the whole pan pan thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pam? 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 Oh, I got it. It's like comb. No, yeah. no, God, not at all. Love a good stepbrothers quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this person wants to know what really went down with the Dean Rogan situation. Uh, why the turn and why were you on board with it? Was she really not thrown in because Rogan couldn't pull the trigger or did uh, or did Cam and whoever was in the tribunal in the in that episode put a squash to it? So um, all season long, it's uh, the way the way social games uh, work. Uh, at least how I've found them to work is um, if someone brings. Uh, a choice to you that you feel as though isn't the best decision. The worst thing in the world that you can do is um, shoot it down immediately, right? Because mm-hmm. if they're bringing it to you, they've already thought about how they want to bring it to your attention. They've already uh, thought about all the different ways that they, the reasons why they want to do it. Uh, so if you shoot it down immediately, it's almost gonna. It's gonna cause a riff, um, and and once as the game goes on, people's egos and psyches like they become very fragile. Uh, so you got to cater to that. Now this is a conversation that like had constantly been they'd been having with me, and I was like, yeah, you know, like it's not the right time. Like you just gotta wait it out. You just gotta wait it out because me personally, I've I knew D from War of the Worlds one, which uh, nobody that we're talking about throwing her in, knew her from. Uh, so I watched her compete. So I had a completely different opinion of D when it came to her as a competitor. I actually thought she was a very good competitor because uh, I watched her overcome certain fears. I watched her perform with Wes. Uh, I watched her perform without Wes. Uh, I knew what she was uh, capable of. However, that's something where you have to feed them it in little doses, right? And ultimately, um, when it came down to it, uh, I sat there and I said, all right, this is something that they're bringing to my attention. Um, I'm going to yes them to death. And then I'm going to go and do the complete opposite. And And it's always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. However, uh, I knew that once the emotions settled down and once they, um, once they understood the, the reasoning that I had, like once they took their emotions out of it and they were able to put their logic forward and, and understand why it would have been a very poor decision to throw D in, uh, that ultimately is what helped all of us get to the point where we, where we are now, where look, we're we're all in the final, which was our ultimate goal. So literally, out of everybody who had went against us from the beginning, only three of those people are in the final. You know, and I would even just argue like two because Zach, 
even though they haven't shown it. Zach was working with me like from the beginning, but he was like, yo, we're independent contractors. Uh, you don't say my name. I don't say your name. Like, I'm just trying to make it to a final. And I was like, I got you, dude. Then don't be stupid. Like with, you know, doing extra shit. And you know, that's it, you know? And like he, even then, like, you know, I find it so funny because like every single person, except for Tori and Jordan, every person would come up to me when we'd have the nights out. Like as if I was like some kind of like mafia boss sitting in the corner <laughs> and just kind of be like, you know, is it, is it, is it going to be me? Like, if it's going to be me, like, just like, please tell me, like, I don't want to go in, like, you know, almost like begging. And I'd sit there and I'd be like, look, like, if it's your time, it's your time. I'm going to let you know. But like, you know, just know that, like, I, I remember the beginning of this game and I'll never forget it. So like, as you guys come and you try and appeal to my emotions, I've learned to play this game with no emotions um, and, and I, I guess I learned that from the mistakes I made in Big Brother. Um, you know, in B Big Brother, I you know played the game with uh, a little too much emotion, which blurred my logic and allowed me to trust certain people, which ultimately stabbed me in the back. Uh, and and I learned from that, being like, man, like I'm never gonna play this game with emotion. And then you know, fast forward to Final Reckoning, uh, made some. <laughs> cutthroat decisions in the final uh war of the world one i really didn't have to make any cutthroat decisions because i was just competing um you know which i feel like people have short-term memories because it's like they sit there and it's like oh you play this you play that it's like uh well you know hey look i sit down with my bosses before every season uh just because i want to be a you know good employee and i'm like hey you know what do you what do you want to see differently from me uh, this next season. So it's like before War of the Worlds won, they're like, you know, we want to we want to see if that final spurt was was real. Like go in there, win as many things as you can. I said, all right, got it, boss. Boom, done. <laughs> After that, uh, you know, I sit down with my bosses and I'm like, hey, uh, what do you want to see out of me this next season? They're like, ah, oh, well, you know, you prove that you're a competitor. You know, you prove that you can win, uh, you know, dailies and, and eliminations and whatnot. We want to see if you can pull off a uh, strategic political game. Let's see how you let's see how you fare in those waters. And I said, "All right, I'll do I'll do the best I can. I don't really have any friends, but you know, I'll, I will show you how quickly I can form an alliance and you know and and make good moves." Um, and uh, and then look, this season played out. So. You know, like it, which is why I, I take it with a grain of salt when I see how it's being edited, and I'm just like, man, like how many seasons were have numbers and politics been a thing, and now this season it's almost being made to be a, a negative. It's like that's literally how most people got to finals back in the day, where it was only a team format. Like, you know, go back to like the Mark Long days, even like he was he was coordinating people to throw challenges in order to benefit him like it's just like you know i just felt like if they dove into the actual strategy thing i mean because it was really it was a chess match because you couldn't just work the numbers like that's not how it worked like if numbers ran out on one side or the other then people from your team were going to have to go in so to be able to strategize a way to make it so that not only did a group of people make the final but majority of them saw zero eliminations like that in itself took me like I would be working out the numbers in my head 
every single day. Like I would get up, I would hit, you know, grab my notepad and get in it. And I would look at everything and be like, all right, so the UK, um, when it comes to the guys, they have this many cushions. Um, the US on the guys, we have this many cushions. The girls have this many cushions, this many cushions. So that every single time it was an enemy going against an enemy because if on the UK side, for instance, they ran out of male cushions and then the UK side lost and had to vote in a guy on guys day, then they would have had to vote in themselves, you know? And my goal was to sit there and be like, how can I strategize uh, and mastermind a season where at the end of it, you can say that political game was literally perfect, you know, like where the cushion worked out where no matter what, I was always prepared. So like, oh man, look, US was supposed to win today. We lost, all right, that's cool. We got a cushion, they go in. You know, did I, like in the beginning, I was ready to go into the eliminations when they, you know, when I saw Wes get uh, blindsided and Ninja get voted in. I sat there and I was like, all right, it's gonna be this kind of season for me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but then when Ninja won, I saw an opportunity to, uh, to flip flip the game on its head and take away the thinkers. Um, and uh, once you take away the brains of uh, the group, then they, they literally were scrambling. I mean, they just made, they made poor decision after poor decision every time. And I always go back to the, the whole uh, double elimination where Georgia and Theo could have switched and mm -hmm. flipped the numbers on, yeah. on their head, you know, but I knew that that was a possibility going into that. So I literally had the UK side greasing them the whole time, just kind of be like, you guys are our best players. Like, we love you, we love you, we love you. Knowing that they weren't getting voted in, but we were going to vote them in. So, like, as long as they thought to hate us, you know, and be afraid to come on our side because they thought that we had the numbers, which was just a bluff. It was a bluff. You know, like, I had Leroy sit people down in the – uh because he was in the uh, tribunal and uh, and uh, and and sat there and was like, uh, you know, if anybody comes to this side, like, you know, you're going in automatically every time. It was a bluff because if they came over, it wouldn't have mattered because we wouldn't have the numbers. It would have come down to a vote. So I was like, Leroy, you need to go in there. You need to, like, put on a good acting face and you need to say this um, after the, you know, uh, the tribunal meeting. And he did that. Meanwhile, the the people with us on the UK side were greasing up Theo and Georgia. So it like there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that you don't know about. Where like you know most of the time it's like you have to take a risk analysis and you're like, all right, this has a 70% chance of working. However, uh, it's got a 50% chance of working if this if these things don't happen. And it's got an even less percent chance of happening if these things don't happen. So I literally just applied risk analysis to every single decision I made and then tried to make the percentage higher by using certain social um, forms of manipulation that just worked. And like I just – like you sit there and you try and implement them because you're like, all right, uh, if we position it this way, maybe it'll work. But I mean we're taking a fucking shot in the dark here. And when it works, you're all sitting there and like everybody would then look at me and just kind of be like, holy shit, like it worked. And then it almost became like I remember being in an interview one time talking to the people. And they're like, you know, Paulie, like everybody seems to like, you know, 
believe everything you say and they ride with every decision. And you have these talks with people when they're freaking out and paranoid. And after they have a talk with you, they're just like calm and they go and they're like, Paulie's plan is going to work. It's, it's going to work. They're like, do you know with uncertain, with, with no doubt that your plan is going to work? And I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, you, I was like, yeah, I'm confident as hell that my plan is going to work. I said, but if I show that I'm not confident to these people, the plan has a less chance of working. I was like, so they have to know in their mind that it's 100% going to work. I was like, when in my head, I'm sitting there being like, eh, this really does have a 50, 50 shot, <laughs> you know? And like, but that's part of what leadership is, in my opinion. Like sometimes you just got to fake Shoot it, shot. fake it till you make it, you know, yeah. where it's like, like, the, like those people, like, uh, like they were believing in me, you know, which is why, like in the last episode, I wasn't even upset that the move got made. I was more upset that Ashley believed in me to make sure she never hit an elimination all season. And then she had to hit an elimination, you know, and that's yeah. it. Like, that's how I looked at everything. So what was the risk analysis on the move of the uh, the Theo kiss that will be remembered? <laughs> the kiss heard around the world. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I have a thing. I have, I have a thought on how this went down. This was like an in the moment, I'm about to kiss this dude. Let's see how this goes. This was not... It I don't was, think this was uh, a planned out attack, if you will. I think this was, I'm this close. Let's see what this does. We'll just roll the dice and see yeah. how this goes. Look, I mean, I, I don't, once again, I don't condone these kind of actions. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to, to lead these types of uh, situations in the past. The, the fact of the matter is, all season long, everybody tries to get underneath everybody's skin. Right. Yeah. You know, like at that point, like I had already gotten under Theo's skin like multiple times because, you know, he, I, you know, I'd sit there and I'd be like, yeah, hey, everyone, Theo said he should, you know, he wants to go after this person. He's like, oh, why are you making that up? And I'm just like, is it a lie though, Theo? <laughs> and then he'd be like, so he'd be so, he'd, he'd get so mad. So like this one is just like, you know, like if someone's in control of a game, like you're going to have to um try and provoke them to do something like i like i understand it because after that one challenge got thrown and i saw what the numbers were like when after that challenge when i was freaking out yelling at everybody i was trying to provoke somebody to uh to to hit me right because mm -hmm. if if somebody hits me and goes home you know then hey that's a number that works in in your favor, right? You know, like Jordan did it to Turbo, and yeah. and and it worked, right? It worked, that, yeah. like, you know, if the numbers were one hundred percent even, that could have that would have been something that happened right then and there. Um, so you know, like, and at that point in the game when it happened, like, the numbers were still quite pretty even, you know, and it could have went either way. So he was trying to provoke me to to swing. I was trying to provoke him to swing, and. And then we both sat there afterwards and we were like, man, we, we both were trying to get each other to, uh, we know what we were trying to do to each other. And then we, um, and then we ended up kissing each other. So this <laughs> just, uh, so the best laid plans of, uh, mice and men, right? Is that what the, yeah, the I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we just, uh, we're, this is going to look, this is going to look worse than the me attacking Kyle in a guy liner, uh, situation. <laughs> I was like, so I was like, we're, uh, but hey, we're here, man. And I was like, hey, you, 
you know, I see what all the hype's about, bro. Like, I, I understand why the girls like you. Um, you have very soft lips. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because, I mean, like, look, it, nine times out of ten, you do that. Um, it Like, I was I was preparing the side of my face for a right, right, a right hook. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like even, like, even if you look back and you freeze frame, like, when I was sticking my chin out there, like, my jaw was clenched. <laughs> because I was like, if he's... I was like, if he swings, I'm there, you know, I'm, I'm just eating it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was not like trying to, you know, get, get knocked out with that. Well, um, quick, quick so, follow up then, because I'm all about like winners and losers then. So let's say yeah. he did, he did swing. It hit you flush. It knocks you out. He goes home. Who's the winner there? Is that a push? Did Theo win? Did you win because Theo went home and he, you got him to do what you wanted to do? Like, how does that play in your head? You know, I think I think a little a little bit of both. You know, like yeah. I win because I I got what I wanted. Um, you know, he wins because hey, you know you get to do that. But I mean, in this day and age, it's a little you can't do what um, what used to be done on the show. So the days of uh, CT and Adam, you know, mm-hmm. like where CT like almost ripped his head off and, yeah. you know, Darrell and Brad getting into the fight where, you know, Brad had to go to the hospital. It's like those days are over because, um, now if you do something and it's deemed, you know, bad enough and, and, and fans become outraged enough, um, you'll just, you'll just never get invited back, you know? And, and it changes with a case by case basis, I guess, you know, um, you mean unless unless you go on uh, Teen Mom and you get invited back when you nearly kill someone? Not that not that I brought that up or anything. <laughs> hey, you know, you you said that, not me. I have no idea who's on uh, this next season of the challenge. Uh, so, you know, if you have sure, some sure, kind sure. of insight to something I don't. But, yeah, like, for instance, <laughs> you know, like I, you can't even you got to be careful. And, uh, you know, this is something that even happened to me uh, recently. I can't even go into it too much because, once again, I can't talk behind the scenes. But, you know, a group of people banded together and, um, and made a push for me, to be, uh, for me to be taken off. And, uh, and they used methods that I personally would never use um, in order to get it done. And, uh, and, and unfortunately, that's the game we play, uh, which is why I go back to being like, people need to take the game less seriously in Mm -hmm. real life. And like, if you can't get it done during the game, then just leave it there. Um, you know, because all I do every time I show up is I try to play the game. I don't, I don't pick the format that comes. I just try to play the game the best I can within that format. And once the game is done, it's over. Like I, like there is no, person that i would ever sit there and be like you know this person uh you know he can't be on the show because i feel threatened you know like i would never do that because i feel threatened by no one you know so uh it it's just the way it is and you know i wish i could dive into it a little more because it really it really was it really was it's upsetting because um you know it 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 just it's it's almost like spineless uh, in yeah. a sense. And, and it's, it's funny because it's like, it's the group of people who are so vocal about me all the time. And, and we're talking like 10 people. Like I'm not saying like three or four people, like it's 10 
people here. So it's like, you know, I, I don't know. My thing is, if I can't beat someone in a game, I'm never going to use tactics to try and keep them from being in a game in order to further myself in the game, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does make sense. Um, okay, so but let's... But it did teach me a lesson to be in, you know, to be more aware of yeah. what is going on. Mm-hmm. So, because I completely understand why decisions had to be made um, when you have a group of people, but, I, you know... I, I, it taught me to to look at things from a different perspective. And now moving forward, I'll never sit there and even give anybody the time of day who's clearly trying to get a reaction out of me. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about future seasons and, and stuff like that. So um, I'm curious, would you mm-hmm. ever – do a season without Kara, and if so, would you ever align with one of her rivals if it called for it politically? Um, you know, we, we've talked we've talked about this a lot. Um, you know, I think I answered this on uh, on Challenge Mania. Uh, What's that? You know, whether just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Never heard of it. What what uh <laughs> um what happened? You know. Whatever happens, um, you know, it is going to happen. I think that the only way that that is going to happen uh, would be if uh, if one of us goes home or not. Okay. Um, you know, I, I've got a lot of things going on um, outside of the show. And, you know, it, it may come to a point in time where I'm going to have to take seasons off like how Wes did while he was building his uh, business up. And um, are you going to end up with your own monster truck? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, my own monster truck. Uh, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, so, like, I, I would love I would love uh, the opportunity to do that. I just don't I just don't know if or when it ever would. And when it comes to aligning with people, I mean, I go into every season um with the same mindset where it's like, first things first, uh, protect yourself with your abilities. So if the format requires, uh, you know, like that I can protect myself from winning by winning dailies or winning eliminations, I don't really need to politic with anybody, uh, or align myself with, with anybody. Um, as far as being cordial, I can be cordial to everybody. Uh, and that's it. I know who my enemies are. I know who might be coming after me. Um, you know, whether it's a rival of somebody else or not, uh, it, you know, it's, I'm new to this. I don't have history. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm three seasons in and although she's, I mean, like it feels as though everybody's put me on the pedestal of like 20 seasons in with, um, with their expectations. I mean, everybody needs to realize I have higher expectations of myself than anybody might have for me. So it's like, but I also know that success isn't an overnight thing so like if people want to come at me and being like well you know you haven't won anything in two seasons you know and and i look at it where i'm like well hey i'm going into my third season and i've got two finals some of the people that i respect you know it took them after three seasons to start winning i mean you got to look at it in that sense like people who come out the gate 
and they win within their first XYZ seasons, like that's a rarity. Yeah. Um, you know, the people who are considered like great had staying power and were consistent with their winning. Um, and all it really takes is like two wins to be considered great, you know? Um, it, even if you want to call it that, I mean, like, you know, three puts you in an elite status and then anything over three, you're even more elite, you know? So like, there's a whole lot of people with one win. Um, you know, there's a handful of people with two wins. Uh, there's even less people with three wins, you know, and then keep going up the ladder, you know, from four wins and on. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, like, I'm just focused on uh, consistency. So whoever I got to team up with, if the game calls for it, sure, I'll take a shot. But ultimately, I am only going to believe in myself, which is why, like, I think why some of my other castmates, they get so mad is because they put too much belief in other people. And then when they get screwed over, they get so mad that they get screwed over. Whereas, like, I just sit there every single day and I'm like, you know, today's going to be the day I get screwed over. Right. <laughs> Not because I want to think that way, but because. That way, every elimination day, that's a guy's elimination day, like, I'll never be blindsided, you know, because I'm always, like, if I'm not safe or protected from winning, I know that the potential for me going in is there. So I prepare for the elimination as if I'm going in. And then when I get there and once two other names are called, that's when I finally, um, you know, kind of check myself out of, of yeah. game mode and I just watch the elimination. So, like... I'm ready for my name to get called. And like, honestly, this season, like when we rolled up to that first elimination, that was a pole wrestle. My name was on the table to get called because of who was in the tribunal and, uh, and, and, and what the plans were from that side. They show up though. And they see that it's possibly a physical elimination and they don't want to take the chance of pulling the trigger that early. Once again, the, the hall brawl that happened with Joss and uh, bear, uh, was right after I pulled the trigger and made everybody on my team be like, oh, well, screw you, Polly, you know, and then they're there and then they see it's a hall brawl and it's like, ah, we're not going to pull the trigger on this one. Like the only time people want to pull the trigger on me is if it's one of those funky eliminations, like the one I did on War of the Worlds 1, you know, where it's like spinning around on a circle while figuring out a puzzle. It's like, you know, those are the ones where like anybody can win, you know, right. like it, it just comes down to like one mistake, you know what I mean? So like that's, you know, that speaks volumes to me. So I could care less what like other people say when it comes to where I'm going. Cause my path is, I just want to be as consistent as possible for as long as possible because if I'm consistent as possible and I can make it to finals, I know that it's only a matter of time before I win one, win two, win three, win four, you know, win five, win six. So like, you know, if I, if I, like I've only been on three seasons, if I get into double digits worth of seasons, which I'm 31, I would only be 35. Like there's people who are 40, 37, mm -hmm. you know, that are doing this. It's not unrealistic to, see myself with multiple championships by the time I'm done. Is it going to be easy? Fuck no. It's not, it's not, it's hard as hell even making it all the way to the end. But you know, looking back on my three seasons more, so, more so now too, because the seasons are much longer than they used to be. There's more people, there's more hate, there's more money on the line for the record. Six people have three wins or more six people, six. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. It's an elite, it's an elite, 
you know, group, you know? Yeah. And the, and the names are like, you, you look at the names, you're like, oh yeah, these are all time beasts. Evelyn three, Evelyn, Kenny, Derek, Durrell, Landon went three for four, four seasons, three wins. And then Johnny's got six. So yeah. And then Durrell won four straight. Like that's abnormal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like also back in the day, like, you know, it was team, team, uh, Teams. team format. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like you could sneak an extra on one in yeah. a solid. Yeah. Like if you were on a solid team, you know, five out of six seasons, like, yeah, you could go back to back. Like now, you know, I mean, like the fact that I, I, t- I like that I've made it to the end three seasons in a row, three different formats. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've only ever been eliminated by myself. You know, so like people sit there and they're like, why do you do this? Why do you do that? I'm like, well, I mean, looking back on it, like who, you know, like who, like those eliminations that kept me in the redemption house, like who was, who was winning those and who was losing them? You know what I mean? And then it's like, like I, like all these people that get so up in arms and they're like, screw Polly, screw Polly. I'm going to be the one that comes in next season and takes them out. Well, who's done it? You know, like all these all these people, they get so mad at how I play the game, you know, and they they get so mad when they lose. And then they're like, oh, let me come in the next season and, you know, take them out. And then the next season comes and then never happens. And then, you know, then then the only way the only thing they have is to try and keep me off a season, you know. So that's, you know, like that. Even I even take that as a compliment. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be mad at those people. You know, I'm like, hey. Thanks for the compliment. Like I, I must really be that much of a threat to you guys. Like when it comes to stepping onto the playing field. So if if you were if you were to, I guess have your pick of anybody who, quote unquote, hates you. These people who said they were going to take <clears throat> you out first thing. Is there somebody that you think of that you could say, you know, I, I could ride with this person. I I feel like even though we don't get along so well, um, I see that they're a good competitor and we can we can get to the end. Because it seems like that's all it's about is getting to the end and not seeing the ground like you did. Yeah, I mean, honestly, any of them, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it's, uh, like, I'm not the one who, who cares, you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think what it comes to is, like, you know, it's become the popular thing amongst them is, you know, because like, and this is why uh, a lot of these people like will never be, in my opinion, as successful as they want to be, because like I have I have made a name for myself in three seasons and I have needed to talk about no one else. I have let what you see on TV uh, speak for itself and how I, um, and how I present myself on social media, which also, you know, there's a strategy to that on how to make sure I keep, you know, uh, the Reddit people up in arms who make up uh, the 10% of viewers. And then (laughs) how I appeal to the 90% of people who are sane, logical, and normal. Um, I think, I think that's us, Brooke. I think we're the 90%. I think we're the 90%. You know, I think, you guys are in there, you know, but like, 
<laughs> like all these other all these other people, they have it wrong. Like they think like, oh yeah, like by saying Paulie's name and by trashing him on uh, social media, like okay, well take my name away from what you use to get your engagement. How do you get your engagement then? How how yeah. are you going to transition into being successful if you can no longer use my name? And that's that's the difference uh, where where I look at things and why I want to be successful the way I am because um, I never want to have to use other people's names or trash other people or bring other people down in order to be successful. But a lot of my other castmates and even people from other shows I've never even heard about like <laughs> will will tweet about me or like say something about me on Instagram in hopes that I respond to them. Um, and even if I don't respond to them, if somebody sees them talking about me, they're going to get the likes, the retweets, the engagement, right? But then if you go to their Instagram or their Twitter page and you look at all their tweets as a whole, like they're usually getting like, I don't know, like below 50 likes or whatever. And then all of a sudden you'll see a spike when they talk about my name. It goes up to like a thousand <laughs> likes and they're just like, oh, well, okay. Well, if I talk about Polly, then I will get all the engagement. And, and I want the engagement from people that I don't know because I need instant gratification because I don't know how to love myself yet. And it's like... I feel like that's another impression of somebody on the show. Is that impression of somebody else on the show? No, no, no. no. That's, uh, that was that's my, an impression uh, of everyone on Twitter. My, yeah, that was my impression of everybody on Twitter. <laughs> Similar to uh, the Dave Chappelle stand-up where he's like... You know, doing the impressions where he's like, Durr, I'm going to get so mad at you, Durr, even if something happened 10 years ago, Durr. and he's like, that's you, audience. Um, so, yeah, like that is my impression of people on Twitter and my castmates who go on Twitter. And it's like, it's like, I'm a good person, but like, you got to understand I'm a good person. But hold on, let me trash this person right here. I'm really good. I'm really sweet and nice and everything. But let me trash this person right here. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, I can generalize all I want about all my castmates because the crazy thing is they're all, they all think I might be talking about them or they want to think I'm talking about them so that they can tweet about it and get likes and retweets. And that's the thing is move my name from your vocabulary what do you what do you get you know do you get the same kind of engagement do you i don't i i think the answer is no my mom had a question for you she had a question yeah his mom his mom usually gives like a take of the week because she's a challenge fan yeah i love that love that yeah that's amazing hi it's mama frank and i have a question for polly i know you and kyle weren't exactly the best of mates in the past as he would say but I'm wondering, how would you feel if you got partnered with Kyle in another season of the challenge? Thank you. There she is, Mom Frank, with her uh, question for you. Yeah. Uh... And that's, my friends, what you call a tease in the business. So, uh, episode two, with the answer to that very important question from Mom Frank there. We'll be posting later this week, so be sure you subscribe to us to find that episode. Uh, Also, be sure you subscribe and download to the Podbean app. We will be doing more live shows coming up soon, so thanks for everybody who voted in the poll for that. We will be back next week with a final recap 
of this delicious two-part finale that we've been given. We'll have lots of takes, lots of thoughts, and maybe we will tell you what's happening for episode 100. (laughs) Guys, stuff is happening. Maybe it's already happened. Who knows? But it's awesome. So thank you for finding us. Listen later this week. Subscribe, download, review. We appreciate it. We know we had some reviews coming in. If you leave us a review, we say them at the beginning of the podcast. So starting the final, we'll catch up with some of our other ones that we've had. Guys, thank you. We will talk to you next week after a final recap. Part two, still to come later this week. Okay, bye. Bye.